This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be I sometimes feel that giving away some of my best work for free might mean others perceiving it as less valuable. Is this a true risk or is this where the right hook balances it all out? Carlos, this is a solid question. You know, I think at some level there is a risk about giving away your best work for free. For me, that's been the gateway drug at some level because I think best work needs to be defined. It depends on what your work is. For example, I'm blown away by people who don't realize that their best advice is exactly what you should give away for free because if you're in the selling advice business, you really need to give contextual advice. So I can theoretically talk about Snapchat being important, but then when I meet the tire company, we have to formulate it to work within that context. And so that advice is then gonna be specific. If you're a painter and your best work is the greatest painting you ever made and then you gave it away for free, that's maybe a little bit of a different game. But if you strategically gave it away, like to a very important museum or to a very important billionaire that puts it in the prime spot in their home, could that then become the gateway? The the problem is with this question and this debate is that when you are doing something for free, It needs to be strategic because what you're looking to do by giving away something for free is to create leverage to then do something that is not for free. And so, you know, D-Rock could have made a video for a bunch of different characters and maybe wouldn't have panned out to have the ROI that he received by doing a video for for me for free. And so, I, I think that oftentimes people look at this as a blanket statement. To me, all the good stuff I give away for free has strategic purpose. I understand why I'm doing it and that's why it becomes so much easier to do even though I don't always expect the outcome of that action and I think that becomes the big part. Way too many people do things for free, give away their best work for free and then expect this windfall behind it and when it's not delivered, they become disappointed and within that disappointment, they don't follow up and do it again and make it a replicable action which has more upside that in a three out of five times where it brings value, you focused on the two out of five and that kind of squashed you. So. That's my answer. I haven't made it, it's like succeeded yet, and I'm just at the point where, you know, I keep losing, losing, getting my loss. It's not complaining or anything like that. Are you getting discouraged? Fuck, I'm suicidal. You know, I've been through that and I just decided, oh fuck, I'm just gonna keep going and going and going until I succeed. Basically, so. Dude, that's that's huge. Why do you think I talk so much about that? Yeah, so basically, you know. Everybody wants to be a number one, and if you're number three or seven, so I'll give you a good piece of advice. If you're smart enough to get there, watch, and, and, so you so you watch all you live here? No, no, I just moved to UK because I, my biggest great here. <laughs> great. Yeah. So you're in London. You're in the UK. Yeah. You look at the landscape. Yeah. You make a list of 55 number ones that you've decided. You take a step back and you watch, yeah. and you say, okay, here's 55 number ones that I like, and then you watch. It's always watching. It's always listening. What do they need? Because, because the biggest problem about once you decide you're not a number one is most people don't know how to approach a number one. A number one is hard to penetrate. A number one's a number one for a reason. A number one doesn't need a lot of stuff. A number one, if you try to sell them the way you sell everybody else, you lose before you started. So I always say, and I don't know how much you've heard of this, I don't always say, but often I say, 
You gotta watch when I have something. Whether it's a sneaker or a book, DRock. DRock asked to make a video for me five times on email. First four times I didn't even respond. He didn't, the amount of people that have emailed me and said, hey, you need to make more video content. I normally charge 10,000, I'll do it for you for 2,000. Delete, delete. So he didn't, he wanted to do it for free. He had been watching my content and knew how to make, gave me, said some things that made me think he could. You know, asked five times, got his chance, then delivered, and then he built. Then stayed patient when, he, when other people, and so the way to hack a number one is first you have to decide which number ones you like. Then you need to see what she or he is into, what are their weaknesses, or what are they talking about, or how are they acting. Then figuring out is that something you can bring to the table. And so now you start with 55, you get a read, you're down to 12, whatever you think you're good at. The fact that you've already realized you're not a number one already means you're willing to be self-aware. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then you attack. Don't beat yourself up. Don't hold yourself accountable to arbitrary bullshit fantasies. Just put in work and enjoy that. Enjoy eating shit and dirt and bleeding and the grind and don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks, why you haven't done it, why are you doing that. Have four jobs, fucking Wendy's, Walmart, your side hustle, work, train, learn. Don't think you're a digital expert just because you're 22 and you have an Instagram account. Show me how much fucking shit you've sold with your digital social media skills. Kate Parker asks, Gary, I'm growing my business and looking to include partners for content. What's the best way to recruit them? Money? Promise of exposure? Kate, I'm super pumped. Guys, I went to high school with Kate. By the way, let me give a big shout out to Kate. Kate came to my high school junior year of high school in the middle of the year. And Kate was a top five attractive girl, I'm being very politically correct here, in our school. She made huge noise. Kate, huge shout out for the noise you made at North Hunter High School in 1993. Um, and recruited like as a soccer star, by the way. Just giving you some daps, Kate. Kate, uh, you know, I've been noticing a lot of your stuff. Some of your work's incredible, by the way. It's been really fun to watch. Anyway, um, you know, I think both work, right? It depends what people are motivated by. If you have a big enough platform to create exposure, people will work for free. DRock hit me up and offered to make a film for free for me because he knew that was gonna get him his exposure. He, he, he vetted or intuitively felt I was a good guy. Sure enough, before I gave him a full-time job offer to work here, which think about that outcome, but let's, that's for another day, he did get into contact with Chris Bro, help me here, D-Rock. Chris Brogan. Brogan. Ted Rubin. Ted. There was like three other people. I mean, like, so, so he made the right move, right? Like, you could say, wow, he, he did that for free. The reason I'm always willing to take free work and free hustle is because I feel comfortable with the fact that I'm gonna try to pay them back tenfold on the ROI, and by giving them a shout out, I know other people that are marketing leaders pay attention to me because I've been on the cusp of doing new stuff, and so he had all those opportunities. Now I swooped in and saw the raw, amazing talent that this man had and had to bring him on board, and this show exists because DRock joined the family and it gave me the infrastructure, uh, so big shout out to you, DRock. Uh, so I think free works if you think other, photographers will see value in your platform or whatever you're trying to accomplish. Uh, money always works as well. Uh, and so, you know, I think people are motivated by different things. You know, some people, I'll tell you something people always try to do with me, I never do it, but people do it all the time, is leveraging your Rolodex. I mean, the amount of people that are willing to do things for me, for me to get them to 
people. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna name drop, but like, it's insane. I never want to do that because I think that's not doing the right thing for my relationship. But I understand why people do it. People do it to me left and right. The amount of like, hey Gary, you meet my boy Johnny McGee, and then when I meet Johnny McGee, he's like, yeah, I gave Ricky McGee eight billion dollars to get to you. Like, it happens all the time. So like, people value different things. I think money and exposure are two things that actually. So my big plan is, is one right now. I'm trying to trying to build brand awareness. Because yes, where I'm at that's right. right. Now, there's not really that. That's right. For me. So keep going. However. However, in about nine months, I'm going back to the States, and my plan then is to go get my press kit to all the big major clubs that I follow out there, offer my services for six months to a year for free, so I'll DJ at their step for free, get some value from that club, then after that, ask if they'll hire me on as a full-time DJ. I love DJ, it. Are you going to be able to... Are you, brand within that brand. So, it's great. So that, that's exactly, I love it. I love your strategy. Are you, uh, are you gonna be able to afford to work for free for six or nine months when you come back to the States from Italy? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll still have uh, three years in until my contract is out and that's not my plan. By the time the contract is out, I have something established. Okay, so let's, 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 let's. But then after that is what, what's my move? Like, where, where do I, how do I get this, how do I get this touring? How do I get, Okay. Well, once, look, once you get, I mean, this is a very basic question. Once you get enough people to give a shit about you, venues will book you left and right and you can tour forever. I mean, this is not complicated. You look at Russ, the rapper in Atlanta, puts out a song every week, does it for four years, whatever. Eventually, a couple songs pop. He gets a little bit of thing. Then he has one song go completely pop crazy and now he's touring every day, selling out shows left and right. I mean, this is, this is a business model. You don't need the Gary Vee show to understand this. You need to put out music every day or as close as you can. Here's the model. You start at the moon and you go backwards. You should put out a music every single day. Now you're gonna say, well listen, I'm stationed here, I can't do that, I can't do this, great. Is it 364 days that you can put out music? Great, you can. Is it 360 days of music? Oh, you can? Okay, is it 290 days of music? You need to put out music every day on SoundCloud and Spotify, and then you need to make as much content on social media networks to bring awareness. You need to follow hashtags, you need to DM people on Instagram, all the moves that I've been talking about. The real answer to your question is, it actually has to work, meaning like, you have to have the talent. Like, like there's, no, there's no model, like there's no way to become you know, prettier except for plastic surgery and so then you're dealing with what you're dealing with. Like you just might not be good enough to tour at the level that you aspire to be. I don't know but I can tell you the best way to find out is to put out music every day. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world and I mean the world if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes, your word of mouth is my oxygen.